Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Renee Sills. I'm a consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Embodied Astrology is a multidimensional learning space where we explore the many ways that astrology manifests through our lives and in our world, and we play with the synthesis and application of astrology with other modalities, including those in the realms of art, healing, and activism. If you enjoy what you hear, please support this work by sharing our podcasts and horoscopes with your friends and networks, making a one-time donation, or signing up for one of our memberships, and make sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Embodied Astrology. Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to Gemini season. As we move into this season, I'm feeling the presence of eclipses um, in your sign. If you listen to your horoscope for Taurus season, I was definitely talking about the eclipses last month. Uh, the south node is moving through Scorpio for another couple of weeks. It's been there um, for the last year and a half or so. And the south node is one of the eclipse points. It's an eclipse point that was activated fairly recently on uh, May 5th with the last lunar eclipse that will happen in Scorpio um, for quite some time. And so as I'm tuning in with your chart, the feeling that I have is um, really it's like this feeling of shedding in your body and shedding in your identity and your sense of self and who you have known yourself to be. And it feels like a time when um, a lot of emotional patterning might be shifting for you or it might have already shifted and you're kind of noticing um, the absence of certain feelings that may have been there for a long time. And some of you may be feeling the need to shift some emotional patterning. And so you feel the blockages that are there. And so there is the beginning of the dissolving of something where, or maybe the middle of it or something. You've been noticing this for a while, but there's a kind of consciousness to what needs to be let go that I would say um, has peaked as we come into Gemini season or it's peaking. And when it feels like um, these emotional patterns are shifting or something is letting go, um, and then as we tune in with what's coming up with Gemini season and its influences, what's coming to me has to do with trust. And trust is a word that is very much associated with the energetics and the archetypal needs of Scorpio. And when you read about Scorpio, um, you'll come across words like uh, psychology and um, perceptive penetration. Uh, sometimes you might come across words like jealousy or mistrust as things that Scorpio is prone to. Um, but those words would only be there if Scorpio was an archetypal energy that was quite interested in trust, like mistrust doesn't exist without the contrast to trust. And so there's something that's coming up in your chart right now around letting go of mistrust, letting go of skepticism, letting go of the emotional blockages um, that are there probably for many of you for good reason because you have been hurt. And um, Scorpio is a perceptive and psychologically astute 
energy and people are up to all kinds of, of stuff. People are traumatized, people traumatize each other and you can see that. And there are plenty of reasons, abundant reasons not to trust other people and also not to trust yourself. And I'm not here to argue with you about any of those reasons. They're all valid. And some of you want to let go of some things. And as we move into Gemini season, that's really the feeling that I have is how do you let go of what doesn't serve you? And particularly in the realm of relationships as they have to do with you living your life, right? Because you in your sovereignty and your personhood want and need things. And probably a lot of what you want and need has to do on some level with other people. Will they be able to provide it? Can they support it? Will they, uh, you know, appreciate it? However other people fit in. Uh, we do live in a relational plane <laughs> um, as much as we might wish that we did it sometimes. I don't know about you, but um, it does really feel like there's this sense of, you're really wanting to shift some patterns around relationship for something that feels like it's about you and what you can experience and where you can go and what's possible for you and what you want to build in your life. And the feeling that I have is that you're really close with some kind of energetic patterns and you're, you're feeling them and you're like, oh, this is the blockage. Here it is right here. It might be mental patterns. It might be patterns of judgment. So again, there's the theme around mistrust or skepticism, the way that you may have developed your opinions about people. Again, very good reasoning. Uh, developed your opinions about yourself. Again, probably you have great reasons, you know, but uh, truth is subjective, right? And things change and you change and uh, there's there's more <laughs> to the story than meets the eye. And it feels like you're in the mood to question your assumptions right now. And so the first 10 days of Gemini season, um, which are pretty much the last 10 days of May, there's a lot that's present in your relational realm. There are a lot of conversations, there are a lot of possibilities, there are a lot of things that you are considering. Um, I've talked about this in your horoscopes now for several months, if not the last couple of years. This was a major theme in your 2023 year head reading, but you want to do relationships differently right now and relationships wanna be different with you. Pe the people that you're meeting, and the people who you've known for a long time, they're acting differently. There are new possibilities here. You want it to be different, so you gotta do different. And the first 10 days of Gemini season, it just feels like you're, it's like you're, <laughs> the, the image that I have in my head is like you, you as your undifferentiated light body self holding like a thousand bags in your hands. And it's like, they're all full of what could possibly be. You, they're all full of what you can have in the relational field. So now you have to unpack the bags and you have to like see what's actually here and you have to decide if you want it. Um, this period of time is not a period of time that is, how do I want to say this? It's a very clarifying period of time 
but it's not a period of time where you have final answers for anything, but you have a lot of insight. And so you want to be available for that insight. And you also want to be relaxed about the way that you orient with it because you're in a major process of growth now for the next year, especially in the relational realms and what you can have and what you want. And over the course of the next year, um, there, there's a lot of new experiences that want to come in for you and a lot of growing and learning that you're going to do. And so the insights and the revelations and the instincts that are coming up around now, they just want to be observed. And in observing them, you will naturally change. So please don't feel like some of you are going to have things come up and you're like, oh, that's, you know, that's what I want or that's how I need to do something now. And you're going to like want to make a decision about it. I'm just here saying you don't need to. And you could give yourself a year to a year and a half um, to just kind of be like in the process of noticing how your relationships are changing and how you're changing within them and then noticing everything that's happening around that. Because it's not just that, oh, like this person used to, you know, be my friend and now they're my boss. Like it's not that kind of just noticing that relationships are different. It's like, oh, and now we're doing this and now these opportunities are coming in and now that thing that I was doing is no longer and uh, now I'm wearing different clothes and now I've, you know, I don't know what you're doing, but the way that you are relating is changing the rest of your life and it's changing your expectations for what is possible, um, I think in some pretty big ways and they're, it's just coming in as glimmering right now as we move into Gemini season. So please don't rush to make some kind of assumption around um, any of it. When we get into June, we're moving into uh, a full moon on June 3rd and then the Gemini new moon on June 17th. And these two weeks between full moon and new moon, and let's just say the couple of days before the full moon, and a couple of days after the new moon, so the rest of Gemini season from June 1st through the 21st, this feels like a time when um, a, a lot of your calculations and deliberations are happening, and it feels like a kind of... Um, rapid process of noticing that how you're orienting towards something with your ideas about it will affect it and that you can shift, change, finesse your orientation to get different outcomes. And again, especially in relationships, but relationships are everything and everywhere. And this period of time also kind of amplifies themes around what you're trying to do with your life and who you are in the world and your public presence and how people perceive you in a larger, broader way. And the feeling that I'm getting is that you're really like you, you can notice right now if you have the capacity for this kind of self-awareness, it's really profound that the way that you are thinking about something and what you're setting yourself up for mentally with it will completely shape it. So for example, you go to a party 
you see a person, you're like, that person looks cute. I want to go talk to them. In your mind, uh, maybe you tell yourself some story about who that person is. That sets you up to go interact with them in that particular kind of way. You would interact with them in a completely different way if you told yourself a different story before you approached them. So it's this kind of vibe at the rest of Gemini season, June feels like a really big uh, like aha moment for you where you're like, whoa, people don't have to be who I think they're gonna be. And this feeling of like mistrust or skepticism or judgment that Scorpio, I'm sorry, like you just, it's like part of your vibe, you know, <laughs> like is, it's shifting, it's dissolving, it's different. You are different. And you're like, oh, people don't always end up the way that I thought that they would be. Whoa, novel, right? Like there's a kind of openness to new experience that feels like it's coming in for you right now. And around the new moon, especially, there's like a feeling in your chart of how could you actually be happier and have more satisfaction by letting go more of your preconceived judgments and expectations? If you are setting yourself up to be disappointed, then you will prepare to be disappointed and you'll put the pieces in place to be disappointed and then it's like you're more likely to be disappointed. There's something that's happening for you around how do you put down the old stories? And this new moon on uh, June 17th is a new moon that is asking for some old stories to be put down. And sometimes we have to feel them and there needs to be some kind of eulogy practice or mourning or intimacy with what we're ready to leave in order to move towards the new thing. And so this may be a new moon that really needs you to kind of go within, to, to feel into your inner body, to prepare yourself for something new by acknowledging what has happened, and then to feel that there is a new choice that you want to be making, or that there are new opportunities available, or that that thing that happened is, is in the past, and yes, it has shaped the present, but it hasn't created the future. You get to create the future. So what is what is it going to be? Um, when it comes to how you are in the world in a larger sense, this is also a period of time in which it feels like you are, um, you have a lot of presence right now and you're receiving attention. You're receiving attention from the world at large. And depending on how big your world is, you know, that might be like, I don't know, you're a farmer way out in the middle of nowhere and your chickens are just like, you're the shit, right? They're following you around. Um, or you're really feeling like, yes, this is my farm. You know, this is who I am in the world. I'm a farmer. And it's not about having people see that. It's about you seeing that for yourself. Some of you have big platforms and you've got big audiences and um, you're receiving a lot of attention like from people, everything in between. This is a period of time where it feels like you are really aware of who you are in the world and who you want to be and what you're coming forward with. And your relationships are also changing and the past creates the present 
and the present creates the future. And what is built is built on foundations. It's built on patterns. And so how you're trying to put yourself out into the world is also a place where you are needing to make some different choices about what kinds of relationships you want to be in and what you're asking for and how you are relating in that place. And the feeling that I have for you right now is that it's a great time for you to take some risks. It's a great time for you to try something new and try something different and to believe in yourself and to know that you know, you're not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody will love you. Not everybody will support you. Not everybody will give you a high five. It's okay. Some people will, right? Some chickens are going to follow you around and those are your chickens, right? Like who are you really wanting to reach? Let go of the judgments. Let go of the judgments. If you have judgments about people right now, any kinds of people, even if your judgments are right, even if you, if, even if you know that they're right, right? Let, let, just let them go. Meet people on a people-to-people -people basis. Meet people on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. You don't know what could be there. And the best outcomes will emerge when you are open and present. And when you are open and present also with yourself around what brings you joy and what feels truly nourishing, what feels truly pleasurable, when you know what you like, you can attune with it and you can embody it and emanate it. And you can do that without being judgmental or skeptical or mistrusting um, of yourself or of others. And there's, a, there's this sense right now, again, of you really letting go of a lot of emotional patterning. And so over the course of Gemini season, I definitely want to encourage you to um, ask yourself in any moment of, of relational consciousness. This could be with one person or a group of people um, or you in general with your idea of who you are for others, with others in the world. And really just ask yourself, you know, like, what would feel good? What would feel really good right here in, in, a, in a deep way, not in just a momentary way, but in a decades way? And the answer will change when you give it a long time span. What could feel really good in the moment could feel awful 10 years from now. So slowing down your relational process, really asking what would feel the best? And then be open to receiving it and notice what gets in the way. Okay, I hope any or all of that felt helpful and made sense. Um, over the course of Gemini season, there are a couple of embodied astrology offerings that I would love to invite you to and tell you about. And in the process, I'll tell you a little bit more about what I see in your chart. So on May 19th, which is before Gemini season begins, there is a workshop with Ramon Gabriel Laf Parish, The New Abundance and Power. And Ramon is an amazing astrologer. He's someone who I really look up to and um, love talking with about collective and generational astrology. He's also 
a cosmic cultural futurists and a food and climate justice educator and activist. And he is using astrology in this workshop to help us orient to the collective moment of environmental um, insanity in our world and the precarity of this particular moment and the questions that there are right now resounding, I'm sure, in your communities around sustainability. Um, this is a workshop that's looking at how do we change systems from inside and how do we create systems that really serve and support abundance, reciprocity, and sustainability for all and for our planet. Um, so this is an astrology workshop, and this is also a workshop on activism, and this is, uh, I think, a place to get resourced for the work that needs to be done. Now, if you are a person who's interested in food or climate justice or astrology, then obviously this is a great workshop for you. And if you're a person who's not sure if you're interested in those things, what I want to say is that there's a lot that's happening in the Scorpio chart right now that is around shifting consciousness and the way that you, in your own being and embodiment, um, disrupt systems of oppression as you have internalized them. And a lot of these systems of oppression are rooted in scarcity and uh, disappointment models, right? And it's like, there's not enough for everybody. You have to fight for it. We have to compete with each other. You can't trust each other. We can't collaborate, you know, and here, where are we now? And so in everything that I was sharing with you around like, there are new relational potentials that are really wanting you to tend them. Um, I think that this workshop could be really fun for you because a lot of what Ramona is going to be bringing in has to do with relationships and how do we leverage um, pleasure and joy and what brings us together like food or eating or music or land so that we can meet in our common goals. And there's a lot, I think, in this workshop around how do we meet one another? How do we move uh, through the experiences of mistrust, distrust, and trauma to get to a place where we can collaborate and cultivate together? So on an energetic level, this feels super aligned with what I think is going on in the Scorpio chart. And on a practical level, it might be very interesting for you as well. On June 18th, which is the day after the new moon, the award-winning author and playwright Janata Petrus uh, is presenting her second of four workshops with Embodied Astrology this year on artistic alchemy, um, mutable magic. She's working in the mutable sign seasons. She started in Pisces season, now in Gemini season. She's offering the second installment of a series of workshops that are just creative play space, really. And Janata is so generous. She's so creative. She's so fun. And she brings in a lot of different elements to help us tune in with our own creative processes and practices. Um, Scorpio, this, I think, could be really nice for you right now. I think a lot of the ways that you're working inside of relationship and inside of your own self-expression feels like it needs to be creative. And when I say creative, I mean, you don't know where you're going. You don't know what the outcome is going to be. It's going to be messy, but fuck, it's going to be fun too. And this is a journey. This is a place for you to self-actualize and self-express. And so anything that you can do that is creative, that nourishes creativity within you 
is definitely, definitely worth it. Um, if you can't make the live events, you can always get the recordings and you can also get session one with Janata if you weren't there for that. Finally, every Monday you can join me in the Embodied Astrology Somatic Space, which is a live space on Zoom where we play with the astrology of the week ahead. We feel it in our bodies. We work with body oracle practices that allow us to do somatic divination and work with our own astrology through the felt sense, through creative practice. I offer guided meditations and visualizations and gentle adaptive movement practices um, that really explore astrology in this more embodied, playful way. Any or all of that, I think you might enjoy. Scorpio, I'm wishing you all the best in Gemini season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.